0: I want to talk about some of the the, the meal traditions for New Year's across uh, across the globe, because New Year's is seen as a time of not only rebirth, but also a lot of superstitions are pulled into New Year's. And so um, the first I want to talk about is you find it in the American South. And I actually, I've got friends who make this every year. They, uh, they don't call it Hoppin' John, but apparently that is a very popular term in the American South. And so... Hoppin' John is pork-flavored field peas, or I I call them black-eyed peas, and rice. And it's frequently served with uh, collards or other greens because they're the color of money. The black-eyed peas symbolize coins. And then some cornbread, the color of gold. So it's to bring you wealth and happiness in the new year. And if you've never had this, this is the first time I ever had to go buy pork hocks. And both of you are vegetarians, so I doubt you're doing a lot with pork hocks. (laughs) Um, but it, it's it's out of this world. The recipe that I have is fantastic. If you're in Spain, you're eating 12 grapes. Now, isn't that kind of an interesting thing? So the idea, of course, is that you're taking a grape for each of the month. At the stroke of midnight, you eat one grape for every toll of the clock bell. Uh, some people prep their grapes, peeling them, seeding them to make sure they're as efficient as possible when midnight comes. Because, you know, dung... Dung like that's you're oh that's a lot of grapes in a very short amount of time. You ever just eat a ton of grapes at one I, time, and, Brad? and you put them all on your cheek and so yeah, your just, cheeks all. Yeah, save them them up in there. <laughs> um, I like this one a lot. I I always I'm it, there's something about numbers and people who like the symbol of numbers. I I'm one of those people, and so the idea of eating twelve grapes. At midnight on New Year's, I think, is a pretty, Sounds pretty really sweet cool. option. Yeah. And by the way, if somebody's wondering, like, well, are you going to check in with the onion calendar? Heck, yes, we're going to check in with the onion calendar. Either of you guys ever hear about that? I'd like to know more. It's yeah. essentially on New Year's on New Year's Eve, you take an onion and you peel back the layers so okay. that they form a cup. You put a little bit of salt in the middle of each, and then each represents a different month. And then you put it away, and the next day you see how much water is inside the cup of the onion and if there's a lot of water it means we're going to have higher than normal precipitation if there's no water lower than normal precip- it's pretty okay. it's pretty interesting we we've got a family uh in the middle of North Dakota who do it every single year so of course we're going to check up with them and find out how the onion calendar went and we'll review 2023 and see how accurate it was to It has been shockingly accurate in the past. Really? I literally thought you meant the onion, the magazine, the parody magazine. No, no. I mean, (laughs) like. So I was like, oh. It's an old old tradition. It's an old, like, uh, you know, Farmer's Almanac, old wives' tale tradition where you try an onion calendar to see what the moisture is going to be like for the next year. I want you to say peel the onion again, but as Shrek. Oh. uh, Well, it isn't. Is it, uh, like. Ogres have onion. No, no, nope, <laughs> I can't do it. That was good. Right, good. No, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> I do what I can. Okay. So if you if you go to Mexico, tamales, right? So corn stuffed dough with meat, cheese, and other delicious additions wrapped in a banana leaf or a corn husk. I see them most most traditionally with corn husks on them. And these are very common throughout the entire year, but specifically, it is huge at the new year. Um, in many families, people group together, and they make hundreds of these at a time. Really? And then everyone takes a little bit. It's sort of the way, like, when if your church makes lefsa, and you've got, you know, nine people ricing potatoes, and you got five people rolling, and they've got, you know, everyone with the w- wooden stick making them, it is a traditional little, it, often, I mean, it's an, an awesome opportunity to gather together to make food, and then you've got something that kind of, Kicks off the new year. I think it's a really great tradition. They're working hard all day and do then celebrate. Do you have a personal tradition, or do you just try one of these different ones, or what do you? Do? Well, so this year, I uh, I'm going to actually try the <laughs> the Aust- Austrian and German one. Uh, I'll, I'll get to that in one second. Okay. Uh, usually for us, you know, my my wife doesn't like is it, she eats meat, but she's not a huge meat eater, and so. I'm usually still eating leftovers from Christmas by the time New Year's rolls around because I don't want to waste anything. So, go, 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 everything I can. And this year, I've, I easily have two pounds of prime rib that I got to eat. So, I will be utilizing my broiler to heat up a piece of prime rib on New Year's. Uh, Oli Bolin in the Netherlands, okay? So, it's fried oil balls, Oli bolen, and they're sold by street carts and are traditionally consumed on New Year's Eve. Um, at special celebratory fairs. So they have these big, huge mass community gatherings in the Netherlands. Um, it's not something where you just are inside of a bar or at someone's private home. I mean, people are out in the streets celebrating. They're donut-like dumplings made by dropping a scoop of dough spiked with currants or raisins into a deep fryer and then dusted with powdered sugar. I can get behind this. Oh, I, that I can, that's the right. best I, one so Ke- far. Kevin's eyes are huge. Yeah. She's all about it. That sounds great. Okay, so... You're going to have to forgive me on my pronunci- pronunciation on these. So, marzipan schwein or glux schwein in Austria and Germany. So, Schwein. Schwein, right? What do you think Schwein means? I, I know that that's pig. It's pig, right? Oh, okay. So, Austria and their neighbor Germany calls their New Year's Eve Bend Silvestrebe- or the Eve of St. Silvester. And Austrians uh, revel in drinking a red wine punch with cinnamon spices, eating suckling pig for dinner, and then you decorate the table with little pigs made out of marzipan. So little marzipan pigs along with a roast suckle. Now, I've never made an actual full pig before, but I can get my hands on some ham. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's a pretty easy one for me. But is not that sound cute? Like it does to have all these little, like all these little pig decorations. Yeah, I can get behind that. Japan's got soba noodles. Uh, king cake is popular. Of course, I think in the United States we see king cake to be more popular uh, during the Mardi Gras festival. We have a king cake for KFGO every single year. I feel like Don Haney has won it several times. Do you guys get the actual one where you, you're eating it and you find the little king inside or whatever? Yeah, a little, yeah. T- little tiny plastic oh, baby. Right. Yeah, a plastic baby. That's what it is. And then you oh. get to put the crown on, the paper crown. On. Yeah, and then that person is king uh, king for the year. For the so year. Yeah. Um, the one that I did not get behind, Cot- Cotacino con lenticili in Italy. So the way they do this is uh, they have a traditional Contacino con Lente chili, which is a sausage and lentil stew that is said to bring good luck. The lentils represent money and good fortune, and in many households, Zampone, which is a stuffed pig piece. No thank you. No. And even like when I saw the the photo of this, I said, you know what? No thanks. That one that <laughs> one just maybe goes a little too far for me. Pickled herring in Poland and yeah. Scandinavia. I mean, there are traditions when it comes to New Year's. Of course, we've got three major eating holidays right in a row in the United States. We have got Thanksgiving, and then before you know it, it's Christmas. And sometimes Christmas, even Christmas, are two drastically different feasts. And then you get New Year's right after that. And then we all decide we're going to go on a diet. Yeah. yeah. And so it kind of makes sense to me for this. But if you had to guess... What your favorite appetizer of all time? Anything. Doesn't even have to be something that you make at home. What is your favorite appetizer? Minnesota sushi. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I love that. <laughs> a little bit of ham or sausage, some cream cheese, and a pickle you're in the correct. middle. Correct. Right? Exactly. Yeah, it is some good stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. You're putting me on the spot. I um, I don't know. Mozzarella sticks? I, I love mozzarella oh, sticks. Yeah. 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 You know what I like is uh, I can't even remember the the name for it, but where you take a a a, a, wa- a water chestnut and then you wrap it in bacon and then you cook it in barbecue sauce. Rusty's shaking his head. Do you know what? Where are they called, Rusty? I don't know what they're called, but I don't know you. You you know what? Okay, so you know what I'm talking about. I know what you're and, talking about. And you take five or six of them. Yep. When you go by on the yep, appetizer, like you have to what three five two seven zero text in what is that called? Where it's a water chestnut wrapped in bacon and then you cook it in barbecue sauce and it's it's great. It's my, wonderful. My go-to would probably be the little Smokies in the barbecue sauce. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah those, those are, are good. Yeah, there. when I used to eat meat, I ate those a lot. What yeah. do you, do you have a like preference? Like, if you're going to do those, what mm-hmm. kind of barbecue sauce are you putting? on I don't know. I just eat the ones that show up in the lunchroom here. <laughs> <laughs> that was my uh, that was my addition to the big dinner that my sister does every year. Is oh, I, really? I was like, you have me over for Christmas. I'm going to bring meatballs and little smokies in a crock pot with barbecue sauce. Perfect. I tried a new sugar-free barbecue sauce that was out of this world. Really? It was, and I thought like, ugh, because usually sugar-free stuff loses the flavor. Yeah, It made up for it in tanginess. Really good stuff. And then, of course, if you're looking for something brand new, the New York Times put out an article today, baked feta with honey, which is pretty simple. You're going to get a chunk of feta, heat your oven to 400 degrees, and then you want to use something like a lay crusade or something where you can go straight from the, the oven and serve it on the table. You're going to put feta in the dish, and then if you got some time, that's great, but you don't have to, and then cover it with some olive oil. You're going to bake until the cheese is soft and springy, but it doesn't melt because it's feta. You don't want to melt the feta. About eight minutes, and then you're going to heat up a broiler, and you're going to cover that piece of feta with honey. Ooh. And then you're going to pop that back in the oven and you're going to broil it just for a moment until, like, it looks bubbly and the top of the surface is a little brown on the feta. This simple, simple appetizer wow. could be the king of your New Year's. What's and this called? It is called baked feta with honey. And you uh, serve it, like, the feta, which is usually crumbly, now is sort of sucked together. And so you serve it with crackers and yeah, pita chips. A, is and, it a I dip now? Yeah. Kind of a dip. Yeah. Okay. And so and it's got the sweetness from the honey. Rumaki. That's Ooh. what it's called. That's the water chestnut wrapped yeah. in bacon. Rumaki. Rumaki. There we go. Hey, and time, somebody listeners. else says the best barbecue sauce for smoky, Little Smokies is half grape jelly, half chili sauce. Mm. Okay, so you just, uh, I mean, I'm going to have to go home and try that tonight. Yeah. Looks like I'm eating a bachelor dinner this evening. <laughs> Foodie Friday brought to you by the folks <laughs> over at Prime Cut Meat. They've got great options. Their salmon dip is easy. If you're going to somebody else's house for New Year's and you got to bring something, stop in and get some of that.